Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Grove, and I am so excited that you're here this day with me. Last episode, we talked about living on purpose with purpose, and I discussed how it's important to add spiritual practices and prioritize them into your every day-to-day routine. And so today, I'm going to be talking about why you should pray and how to cultivate a strong prayer life without making it complicated. So if you're ready for this, just stay tuned. And if you want to know more about how to live on purpose, be sure to listen to the previous episode. Before we tackle the question of why we should pray, let's take a moment to understand the nature of prayer itself. Prayer is a dialogue with God. It's a conversation. It's about connecting and aligning our hearts with his will and deepening our relationship with him. Now, you might be thinking, if God is sovereign and he already knows everything and he's going to do what he's going to do anyway, then why should I bother praying? First, I want to say that just because God is God doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility to connect and engage in prayer. In fact, it's the opposite. God invites us to participate in his plans through prayer. Nothing happens that God doesn't allow, but with that, he steps in to redeem and restore. And you can be a part of that process with God when you pray. I think about the story of Abraham and how he prayed for Sodom and Gomorrah and prayed that God wouldn't destroy that those cities. And he went to God and he said, God, if there are 50 innocent people in this city, would you destroy the whole city, even though there's innocent people amongst them. And God said, okay, if there's 50, I won't destroy it. Then it went to 45 and then 40 and then 30 and then 20 and then 10. And God could not find even 10 righteous people in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. So ultimately he did destroy the city. However, He listened to Abraham interceding on behalf of these people, and he also spared Lot and his family, Abraham's nephew. And the rest of the story goes that Lot and his family were leaving the city, and they were told not to look back, and his wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. In this example, we see how Abraham's prayer was used as an intercession for these people. And he actually changed the path of how this was going to take place and if it was even going to take place by stepping in with prayer. Prayer is powerful. Prayer makes a difference. And so when you pray, it is part of the process of redeeming and restoring and being a part of that with God. So here's why it's important to pray. Prayer promotes intimacy and connection and relationship with God. Even though God already knows our thoughts and our desires and our needs, he wants us to communicate with him. Just like any other relationship, open communication deepens our connection and prayer allows us to pour out our hearts and our fears and our hopes to our father. Think about when you're in a relationship with someone. When you have a close relationship with your friends or your spouse and you're 
having conversations, you feel like you can just let them completely know who you are and be vulnerable and share anything with them. It's like your best friend. You feel safe with them. You don't feel like they're going to take what you are saying and use it against you. You feel like you can come to them for anything and they're not going to judge you. They're going to listen. They're going to be there for you and vice versa. You want to do the same for them. That's how it is when you are intimate with God. He can be your best friend. He can share your world with you. The next thing is that prayer aligns our will with God's will. When we pray, we surrender our desires to him and seek his guidance. Jesus demonstrated this beautifully in the Garden of Gethsemane. Through prayer, we come to understand God's purposes and submit ourselves to his plan. The Bible tells us time and time again that God resists the proud. And I think about when Jesus was praying and he said, Lord, take this cup from me, but if not, thy will be done. Even he had to surrender to God's plan. And when we do this, we are showing a sign of humility and also just reverence to God and who he is in our life. And the third thing is when you do pray, it actually makes a difference. It's the transforming power of prayer that heals us and adds all of these positive things into our world and, to the, and into the world of others. Prayer helps us to grow spiritually. I think about the verse, Romans 12, 2, that says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Prayer is a part of that renewal process. It strengthens our faith and our character. And it's a journey of becoming more Christ-like, where our hearts and minds are molded by God's presence. Prayer is not only about changing ourselves, but also impacting the world around us. Just like we saw in the example of Abraham praying for Sodom and Gomorrah, he definitely was trying hard and God heard him and listened to his prayer. And he worked with him to try to save the city if they found righteous people, which they did not. And so it's not about trying to change everybody around you and the people and what they're doing. It's about wanting God's will and also God's mercy and grace in the lives of others. We want it for ourselves, but sometimes we're like, why isn't God punishing these people? Why isn't he doing this to them? They deserve to be punished. And that's not how it works. God is a just God, but he is also forgiving. He is also gracious and merciful. I love the verse that says, Great is thy faithfulness, thy compassions fail not. His mercies are new every single morning. So when we think about why should I pray, just remember that it's equally important to consider what happens when we neglect our connection with God through prayer. When we don't talk to God, we risk stagnation. When you're stagnant, you're like a lukewarm Christian. The Bible says that God is like, wanting to spew you out like vomit. And just as our relationships in our lives require ongoing communication to thrive, our relationship with God needs constant nourishment. Think about when you are in a relationship with someone that you really, really love and you're close to, and all of a sudden you realize that you haven't spoken to them in a long time. And when you finally do speak with them, you're angry, 
you get set off very easily when things go wrong and you're just short-tempered. It's that same way spiritually. You feel empty and disconnected. And what do you do when that happens in a relationship? You're like, hey, let's go out on a date. Let's just have a one-on-one time. It's been a while and I just want to connect with you. And that's the same thing that God is seeking with you. It's almost like you start having withdrawals and you need that person's presence to just reactivate the energy in your life. When we fail to just have a conversation with God and connect with him, we miss out on his wisdom and his direction for our lives. Now think about in the previous episode when I talked about living on purpose with purpose, I talked a lot about alignment. And so when we make decisions without seeking God's will, it leads us down paths that might not align with his purpose or his plan for us. And our lack of communication with God doesn't only affect our spiritual life, it can also impact our overall well-being. Now, think about the things that you're going through in life that you are trying to get through, you're trying to overcome, you have struggles with. Things like anxiety and stress, those things can be increased when you're not in communication with God and you're not seeking his guidance for your life. When you're living a life full of, I got this, it's me, myself, and I, I can do this on my own, you're living a life of pride. And as I mentioned earlier, God resists the proud. He listens to the humble. He holds the humble high. And we come to him and we realize that we need him in our lives. He provides a space for us to lay down our worries and our burdens before him and find comfort in his presence. And it allows us to trust him to carry out our concerns. The Bible says, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. God wants to know. So when you're out here and you're neglecting your prayer life, it can lead to feelings of isolation and loneliness. We were designed and created for fellowship with God. And when we distance ourselves from him, we can create a void in our hearts that other relationships in this world cannot fill. So sometimes you may be seeking that closeness closeness and looking for that in the wrong ways through relationships, through people, through circumstances, through trying to feel good and so much self-care that you're just distracted by the fact that you need to go back and connect with God. The great thing about this whole thing is that It's never too late to rekindle that relationship in prayer with God. When we reconnect with him, he welcomes us into his arms and he restores our sense of belonging. It's like when you haven't seen your best friend in a very long time and you haven't connected with them, but then you finally take the leap and you make the call and you're just like, hey, how have you been? And you pick up right where you left off. That's what it's like when you go back to God and you connect with him again through prayer, through conversation. And I want to talk about this because we don't need to make it complicated. A lot of times when we think of prayer, we think of it as a chore. We envision ourselves on our knees with our head down and falling asleep or not knowing what to say and having to recite something or know exactly what we need to do in order to have a conversation with God. And it's not like that. You can come to God and just be exactly who you are. You don't have to put on a mask. 
You don't have to pretend that you have it all together and everything is perfect in your life. You can literally come to him and just be. And that is the beauty of having a conversation with him because when you have that conversation, no matter what it is that you're going through and you connect with him, you walk away feeling lighter because you laid your burden at his feet and you told him what's going on in your life. And then you feel like you don't have to run around telling everybody else what you're going through because God is there and he's there for you and he can uplift you and help you through things. So let's talk about how we can make this practical. First things first, first thing in the morning, you get up and you have your morning prayer and gratitude. And you could just simply thank God for allowing you to wake up and see another day. Oh, this is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Make that the first part of your day and reflect on his goodness. I want to talk about the fact that you can set positive intentions for your day and ask for guidance. This brief moment of connection can set a positive tone for your day. It's not doing anything complicated. So start out your day with that prayer and just a reflection and gratitude. And then you can also make sure that when you are going throughout the day that you include prayer throughout your day. It doesn't have to be a specific time or place. You can pray while you're driving to work. You can pray while you're sitting and waiting in a doctor's office for an appointment. You can pray when you are about to eat in your meal times, and it doesn't have to be something long and drawn out, but just taking a moment to just be silent and be grateful and pray. And the last thing that I want to give you as an example for you to connect in prayer with God is Something that I do on a regular basis is I pray and do prayer walks and I love to be outdoors. I walk every single day. I get moving in the morning, sometimes after a meal, and then again at night. And what happens is I talk to God. And if you're like one of those people that you're nervous, you don't want people to think you're talking to yourself when you're out there walking, you can put your headphones on and they may think you're talking to someone else on the phone. Whatever floats your boat. But getting out there and just it's connecting spiritually with God and just pick a location, go on a nature trail, go inside the mall and walk around the perimeter of the mall indoors. Go to your local YMCA. Go to an indoor track or go to a field and just walk and talk, communicate, or just listen. Hear the sounds around you and just tell him what's going on in your heart and in your mind. Pray about the things that are going on around you, the people that you see, the people that you're crossing paths with, or even the other people that are in your life, like your family and your friends. Prayer walks can also be silent. It's taking this concept and applying it to you and your life. And I've said this time and time again, whatever makes sense for you that you can do consistently, do it. Prayer walks can be refreshing and meaningful and they can deepen your connection with God. And so can just having a morning reflection and praying at different times of the day randomly during the everyday activities that you're going through. And if you're out here wondering, does God even want to hear from me? Will he even be listening to me? Remember that you are created in God's image and you want connection. So does God. I love 
this verse that says, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! When I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. God is thinking about you more than the number of the grains of sand in this world. Every single day, every single moment, he is for you. He has plans for you to prosper and not to fail, to come to an expected end, the things that you want to come into fruition. He is there cheering you on and he's there for you 100% of the time. Connect with him. Go to God, tell him what is on your heart and don't make it a chore for yourself. I hope you now know why you should pray, why it matters to God, how you can cultivate a strong prayer life and make it a part of your day-to-day -day routine. And I encourage you to just take a moment right now as this episode is coming to an end and just thank God. Thank God that you're alive right now to listen to my words. Thank God for getting you through today this far and ask him to guide you for your day. And that can be your prayer. In fact, I'm gonna say a prayer for you for your day today. Father God, I just pray that you be with the person who is listening to this episode with me, Lord. I pray that you guide them throughout their day today. Go before them and order their steps. Be with every single person that they encounter in their conversations and interactions and help it to be pleasing to you, Lord. Let your will be done in all things, but I also pray for your mercy, your compassion, and your grace in their lives, Lord. Bless them and their families and put a hedge of protection about them, Lord. We love you and we need you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for putting a smile on my face just for being here with me today. If this message resonated with you, please be sure to leave a review. Share this podcast or this episode with a friend and let me know how you're doing with your prayer life and if you're going to be making any changes after listening to this recent episode. Have a great day and above all else, stay encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.